make another between the line. I'm very glad to have all of you here today. It's going to be a very exciting and interesting episode. We've got a lot of things to talk about today. The weekend result. Wow. Barcelona need help. They need prayers. It's going to be a crazy couple of weeks of the problems of, you know, problem. Publicly, they've been misbehaving. They drew 2 2, which was just pathetic. You know, Mayoka got a red card earlier on. Um, Of course, of course, Mayu Liverpool. Of course, Mayu Wow. What a, what a game. We're going to be analyzing it, dissecting it, talking about it this weekend. We're going to be talking about a lot of things that went wrong in that game. Chelsea massacring um, Norwich 7. The depth in that team is amazing and fabulous coach. So we're going to be talking about that. Bayern will touch on that. So we have a lot of games to talk about, you know, in football. In basketball, NBA has started. NBA 75. You know, they released the 75 man list best players in the NBA in the last 75 years. So we have we have a packed show today and we're going to have a couple of my my friends and my brothers, EY, Ulua Shegun. Them are gonna be joining us. And even we have a new addition today, um Olisa joining us, especially in the and basketball. So we should we should tune up, subscribe, get this, get this, um, get this recording. Tell your friends to tell your friends about the lines. It's all on all platforms. Remain your host, IBK. Lashagon, what's up? Yeah, good evening. It's a yeah. You touched on it. It's a was a crazy week. It was a crazy week. Like even now it's not over because I'm I mean I'm I'm I've got the PSG um I say match here on. So yeah, just a lot of football going on, a lot of a lot of action. So yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Alright, 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 alright. Well, well, well your team won this week, so <laughs> Yeah, we actually we kicked off the weekend. We played on Friday. Friday, yeah. After playing on Monday. And uh, you know, I I had been very skeptical about that because you know, as as we all know, I'm not a, I'm not an Asesa fan at all, and also because of like the timing of of the games, you know, Arsenal really crumble under the lights, you know, figuratively, you know, when everybody's watching, you know, Monday night football, like everybody's watching that because nobody's playing. Friday night football, everybody's watching that. You know, we saw it when you know the first game of the season against Brentford it was a Friday night game. Then you know, we all know the story, two <clears> zero. <throat> So yeah, I was I was very like I was very uh, pensive about that, you know, and and also because of the, the the what we had what we had seen just four days before in regards to the game itself. But it was crazy. It was it was a good performance. It was you know it was quick. It was incisive. It was uh, it was just a good performance. You know, everybody was um on their a not everybody most people were on their a games and you know you know uh, something that we had very very um 
that was so good about the game was, you know, the the spacing between the two midfielders in terms of Pate and Lokonga. You know, or more often than not, you have Pate like just sitting on an island alone, then it's like Jaka uh, uh, dropping into the left back position, or in this case, maybe Lokonga dropping into the left back position. Jaka is just doing everything by himself. But you know, this game, he was actually like he had a midfield partner, and you know, he was able to, you know, pass it off him, move it around, move the midfield around. You know, so it was just a good performance. Um, so yeah, three-one performance. Um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, ESR was 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 crazy. You know, Jamie Carragher was was you know, waxing lyrical about him. He said that he's the best player running with the ball in the Premier League. I don't know about that. I, I would say. I mean, I'm an Arsenal fan and I, I don't even know how true that is. But, you know, that that kind of praise is not coming from nowhere because of how good he is, you know, technically when he's running that speed. So, yeah, it was just a good performance from, like I said, mostly everybody. I didn't think Saka had a good game and I don't think he has had a good game in a very long time now. But apart from that, yeah, it was good and, uh, you know, I'm happy about it. Hey, why? Welcome, welcome to the show. We're, we're going to touch you guys last because you guys were the last big game. Okay, yes, I think Inter, is, Inter and Juve are playing right now. So, we're going to touch you. So, just welcome, first of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, good day, guys. Uh, uh, Shegu, nice to have you back. <laughs> yeah, I was on a hiatus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, glad to be here. Okay, so Olua Shegun, please just so as 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 our custom is, you just run down to the results and then and then we pick and choose and. Move. Yeah, I mean, I think you've mentioned it like most of the, the games, Arsenal game, Chelsea game in the in the weekend coming from England. Um, Chelsea won seven, Man City won four one. Um, uh, what's 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 the name of this? Uh, United, of course, Liverpool game that was the most recent one. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much what happened, and those, those were the, the you know the big teams playing in uh in 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 uh, what's it called in La Liga. Obviously, the El Clasico was uh you know it was, it was the it was still the El Clasico even with uh, depleted uh, big names like that. But yeah, I mean it's still a, a great fixture, and obviously that ended two one in favor in favor of uh, Real Madrid. Apparently, they have won uh, nine in their nine. Last visits to, or they haven't lost in their last nine visits to the camp now. So, you know, they're, they're very comfortable there in terms of, you know, dealing with the crowd and all that. So, yeah, they won that game. Um, you know, you also mentioned uh, Valencia, they, they drew. Um, who else? Well, so, yeah, that was pretty much, apart from those games and, you know, the games that happened today, which are the big games, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't that much stuff happening. Like I said, you know, uh, Marseille is playing against PSG right now. You know, I got it on 0 0. Uh, Juve is playing against uh, Inter. What's the cause of that game? Juve Inter. One of the Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so that's what happened. And I got. I have to mention it because, I mean, I think I text. I don't know if I told you. Like, uh, you know, last time I had played against. Uh, you, I don't know if we're going to touch on Champions League, but I had played against uh, Dortmund this 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 last week, and they beat them four zero. And I, I don't know who I told about it, but I told you guys to watch out for Ajax. And yeah, they are, they are going crazy this season. They won again today, 5-0. I would put some some uh, caveats on on the, as they call it, the the the, the already busy tax. But I mean, they are doing it in the Champions League, and you know you can't 
you, you can't fall that. So yeah, that, that's fall that. Yeah? Fall. yeah, exactly. Exactly. I told you guys about Anthony and uh, Ale and all those people. And you know, they are just, they are doing really well. And uh, yeah, they are my dark horses this season for the Champions League. And I, I see them going, like I, I said, it's, I don't know what episode it was, but I see them going at least to the quarterfinals. So yeah, that's what happened this this. Well, all right. Any more? Any more? Any more matches you want to touch on? Bayern won for um, Dortmund won as well. Also, Haaland is out for a couple of weeks. He's picked up a couple of injuries, you know, this season, which is unlike him. Let's see. And and, and recently we are hearing he's asking for, you know, blood and sand and every everything we did. How is how do you know it's unlike him? He's just twenty one. He hasn't had yeah. enough time in his career to develop an injury record to say if it's like him or unlike him. Well he's well he, yeah. I think I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. What you said. I agree with you that. Okay, yeah, so but, um Yeah, let's just touch on some matches. Um so um I would like we've touched on the Arsenal game. Um uh we've touched on the Arsenal. Um anyway, Chelsea. Oh uh, well, I mean, uh, Norwich are like the worst team in the league right now. So we know their <laughs> the strategy is basically to get promoted, spend a year, get relegated, get parachute payments, come back. You know that's basically what they do. So I mean, it's it's October ending now. We already know they're going down. They don't have a victory yet. Uh, they were they were awful against Chelsea. Yeah, they were. Two. Yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah. They were very awful yesterday. So I mean, it just it was too easy for Chelsea. Mason Mount kept finding his win backs. He kept it was just I mean, come on. There's really nothing to say about the game, really. It's seven 0 That's just it. Uh same thing for City, just that Brighton are not as hopeless as Norwich are. So, but fourth yeah. yesterday's game, they were fourth on the table. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, you could you can be fourth in October because you've had a good run of, you know, of uh, opponents. You know, you've not really faced the tougher teams. So when a team is fourth in October, it's relative to the opposition. You get me. So for for a team like Chelsea, for example, they're topping the league, but they basically played, played all the big teams. Barman United. So you can say Chelsea, Chelsea are late. Yeah. Which is crazy. And I mean, and that makes me feel that Chelsea have sorry sorry to cut in. Yeah. Me, that makes me feel that Chelsea have the best team to win the league this season. We're talking uh, about I want to and top of the table. And then in my this wonderful manual that Who Chelsea beats Liverpool. Yeah, they they drew the game. They drew the game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They played the ten men. Yeah, but uh, I I get your point. I get your point. But I think the I think the real issue is um, I wouldn't say Chelsea have the best team. I think they have the most balanced team. They have the most flexible team. Chelsea have a squad that can make a manager play with three at the back, four at the back if he wants to, counter attacking football if he wants to. He can he can play narrow, he can play wide, he can play with one, 
You can play with two up front, you can play with one up front, you can play with three up front. Yeah. Tuku has that flexibility because he has a, a big squad. He has Luftus Cheek, he has uh, Chaluba, Malangasa, he has a lot of players. You feel me? So, when it comes to, if you talk about the most balanced team, Chelsea, Chelsea right now, they can sack Tuku, bring in Conte and they're fine. They can sack Tuku, bring in Zidane and they're fine. It's a, it's a perfectly balanced team. Massachusetts, they don't have a team that can play certain systems. Because, yes, they have quality players, but, you know, defensively, you know they can't necessarily play three at the back. They don't have the personnel. They can't really play even three in front. I don't really think they can play three in front. So, because of that, even though you can, when you, when you, when you put them man for man, you can still say City got better players. You feel me? Do you think because, that matters though? Because, I mean, if, if your first, like, first team tactics is, is good enough, do you think it matters to have flexibility? It does, because when injuries, when you have, for example, injury, an injury crisis in a particular position, for example, if you have, if 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 Chelsea have three injuries at the defense, they, they can still be fine. You, you feel me? If yeah. if Thiago is out, if I don't, okay. Let's assume they have three centre backs injured: Thiago, yeah. uh, Christensen, Christensen, Sa. They still have Rudiger. They still have Caesar Caesar Aspilicueta. They still have Chaluba. So they can have three injuries at centre back, and they will be fine. They will be fine. You you get where I'm going now. At right back, if Caesar could be injured, if James could be injured, they could move Chaluba there, and they will be fine. You get you get where I'm going. So on the other hand, if you look at City, if City are hot, uh, Stones, um, Ake out. Then the stock will only be as <laughs> you get me. So it's yeah. exactly the you, you you get the point I'm making now. So it's not exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Even left back, Man City, Man City's left back problem is still there. It's keeping there for us to see because uh, this dude is in jail at the moment. Uh, this the idiot from France. I don't know his name. Man, easy, 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 easy. He's in jail right now. And then, okay, you could say this this Ukrainian dude. Uh, what's that Ukrainian's name? Uh, Zichenko. Zichenko is not really a left back, but he, they could manage him there. But if Zichenko, if Zichenko is injured, then you stuck with Cancelo, who is also not really a left back. He is. Is there a starting left back? Now? Yeah, but you said. Is there a starting left back? Not, he, he plays 10 for Ukraine. He plays left finger for Ukraine. Cancelo. So, Cancelo, it's not natural position. He's just Pep trying to be funny because he wants his left back to be able to cut in and cross instead of just hugging the wings. He can't play there naturally. He, he gets away with it in certain games and he won't get away with it in certain games. You can't compare uh, Cancelo at left back with Chiwell at left back. Chua can play as a left back that cuts in and can also play as a, a left back that hugs the line and crosses. Cancelo can't do the other, the other, the other, the other job. You can't even compare. You can't even compare. Anyway, you can't even compare yeah. Cancelo at left back with Cancelo at right back. 
A drive back, exactly. A drive back yeah. is so explosive. <laughs> uh, you understand? Yeah. The same Cancelo, you can't compare. He's doing fabulous job because he keeps cutting in and obviously makes it a bit smaller. And this Man City doesn't play with the amount of width, you know. They lost someone like um, Leroy Sane, and I was wondering, okay, that means they're going to bring on like who really stretches the pitch, but they didn't bring. You know, this this particular Man City team is not as flexible to me. Or tactically, is not as flexible. And like I've always said, to me, the best Man City team I've, I've seen so far was the Pellegrini Man City team strikers at the same time because that team could play different styles of football you know passing game is not working they could launch the ball Jekko and Balotelli go and not you know if that is not working Aguero Teve so they had different options and and I feel that this Man City team is not is not working like that this team if if you know if um, the passing game is not working you know they really don't have if you cross the ball, you can't cross it. You have to cross it across, you know, rapid crosses. Boom, low yeah, they have, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, there's no points. There's no uh, target man. Yeah. There's no target man or anything like that. So it's very, uh, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a dangerous yeah, but thing. That, that's that, not no lack of personnel though. They could just very easily play Jesus there. Jesus is not a target man. Not a target man, but I mean, like he's, he runs into the channels. I mean, you, they don't play this. They don't play the. They, they do the whole force night thing out of. Uh, it's not out of necessity. That's what I'm trying to say. They're not forced to do it. So he could change. Yeah, that but, yeah, yeah, but there's a, but there's a reason why even when they play force night, they put they put Gabriel Jesus on the wings and they put Sterling at the center because. The whole idea of being a of a, of being a false nine is not that you're starting there; is that you you can come into the middle and play with the midfielders and then get into the box late. Sometimes you, you get me, which is not necessarily good at doing. You know, you see the, the perfect guy for a false nine in England is Firmino. That's the perfect false nine. Perhaps it's, it doesn't score as much, but that's what a four does. Basically drops in, drops back forward, presses, links well with the inside forwards and, and, and all that. But you don't see issues doing that properly from the middle. That's why he plays more on the wings. For Brazil, he tends to play more from the middle. Even in Brazil now, Firmino plays ahead of him. <laughs> you feel me? So I, 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 don't, I don't know about issues though. I'm sure Pep won't What? I'm not saying he's not a nice. He's a I proper said, nine. He's in yeah, Man City yeah. quality, but he's a proper nine. Yeah, I'm they saying are, he's they, not. I'm saying to play the false nine. False nine. Yeah, false. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't play the false nine properly. That's why Pep plays him more from the wings than. As a false nine, he prefers to play Sterling as his false nine. No, I just Sterling. Sterling does not play. But the last, the last uh, was it the Champions League game? That one in the league, yeah, he's, he's, he's been folding, folding, no? Yeah, now, yeah, folding played that role yesterday. Yeah, folding played that role yesterday. So you know, Pep doesn't. There's nobody Pep 
Pep really plays all game, all, all the time. You get, aside from Rodrigo and uh, and maybe Edison, every other person can be rotated anytime. <laughs> you feel me? So, and but the next week, yeah, the Bruna is straight. So, Pep will wake up next week and start playing Sterling at, at the first night, playing for three games and then removing, put Foden back there, removing, put the Bruna. It's it just, you can't get. What I'm saying is, as a false nine, there's a deficiency in what what uh, issues offers, and Pep won't mind selling issues. I think he's tried to jettison him a couple of times, but you know, high wages, nobody ready to pay 60, 70 million for him, and all that. But now it's looking more. It's looking more like maybe Sterling would be the one to leave. So. But, The big game of the weekend. Okay, in fact, before the big game of the weekend, everything were leading 2-1 against Watford. And all of a sudden, it was just like, it was just like, uh, I'll go Nigerian here. It was just like they're off in like, they're off their lights. <laughs> it was like their village people just decided to do their own thing. And pa, 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 Watford, that is, that's lost to, you know, Liverpool last week, 5-0 or thereabout. And they go and these guys so you know i think the everton honeymoon is over he's won his first couple of games he hasn't won the last couple of games what is wrong with Everton? how can they uh, okay 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 I, th- I think i think we need to first understand how everton got to this point like what we are seeing is a result of a couple of years not just necessarily now so under under Ronald Koeman, they made a lot of investments, right? Put in a lot of players. But uh, last season, um, they brought in Amish Rodriguez and you know, they brought Amish Rodriguez. You know, they've been investing in this squad. But this particular summer, they, there was little or no investments. They signed Townsend on the free. They signed it was also signed on the free, and then no, Salomon. And then Rondon, also very cheap. So we can see that Benitez has not really invested in that squad. You get this is more like this is not exactly his team. I'm not I'm not justifying the collapse we saw yesterday. Don't don't get me wrong. That's you know, that's you know, we can't say there's no positive from that. They could have done better. But <laughs> And then he's, he's had uh, Dominic Avellun injured for about a month and he's going to be out till December from what I heard. So you can see that his front line is not exactly where it should be. And then of course the defence, I mean, Jeremina is injured. They, they have lots of it. They have to change their uh, head of science or something this week. They changed the guy handling the... Yeah, because of the injury. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So there are lots of issues that they are trying to address, you know, off the field that we probably don't know of. So I think oh, this week, this season we should not. Yeah, we should not. We should not expect Everton to push for a top six or something. Just they should just be around the top ten bracket, really, and then they'll be fine because they've not really invested in the squad. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Um, um, finally, for 
um, I don't want um, AY. AY will be now. So I didn't <laughs> start with Obafemi since he can let 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 him see vision from afar. I know you're happy about his results, Obafemi. Your thoughts? My thoughts are. You know what's even crazy about this stuff? You know, like we, I think I talked about it earlier. What said? I don't know. I don't know what AY's like consensus had been about Ronaldo. I don't know if it was good or not, but at the moment it seems to me that Ronaldo is a bigger like liability to uh, United than than than, uh, than an advantage to them. It like you can't the, the way United played this game. I watched it and it was it was it was horrible. It was there was no pressing, and then the midfield was just so. Open. In fact, wait, 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 I hear this pressing, press, press, press. It's why I hear it more than Kadibi did in a in a in a in a I think people don't understand how pressing works. That's all that's ten, the truth. They don't. All ten, all ten players don't press at the same time. But pressing, pressing is not just like chill. actively pressing. You're also blocking up the spaces, and they don't do wait, that. Chill, chill, chill. Have Chill, chill, chill. Neymar, Messi, don't <laughs> press that in PSG. I hope you know that. And they still beat Man City with their eye press 2 0. So, this whole pressing thing as an excuse for why Man U is losing, I don't get where it's, where it's coming from. If you have a player that can press, you should have a formation that minimizes his press or his need to press up front. But you have two players that don't press. Not That's Bruno Ronaldo. Yes. You can get away with two players that don't press. I assure you of that. You can get away with three players that don't press. The problem is, you can't have Ronaldo not pressing, Bruno not pressing, Pogba not pressing, and then the next guy is Fred. That's where the problem is. <laughs> where the problem is. People keep saying, he's not pressing, Bruno is not pressing. Look, it's the job of the manager to, to look at his team and say, look, this formation suits what we want to achieve better. The problem is always stuck with this four, two, three, one idea. And it doesn't work because you can't have Ronaldo up front with Van Dijk and Konate. How does he press those two guys if Bruno is not willing to help him? How? Those guys are just going to pass, pass, pass around. You feel me? But that's the manager's fault because it's not time to drop Bruno. That's what that's what I said. It's the manager's fault. Being obsessed with playing a 4 4 2 3 1 system. When he could easily play 3 5 2. If he plays 3 5 2, you can have Ronaldo up front with someone like Rashford that can actually press. Mm-hmm. So every time, every time Van Dyke and Konate are with the ball, they know they have two people. Yes, Ronaldo will not press much, but they know Rashford can't press. So I don't get this old oh Ronaldo, he doesn't press, he's not pressing. Look, it's not because of Ronaldo we are the worst tacklers in the league. What has that got to do with pressing? It's not because of Ronaldo that uh, Maguire was colliding with Lindelof on the second goal. That had nothing you know to do with the press. You know he does that regularly. You know that that has nothing to do with press. People keep saying, don't press, don't press, don't it has not look, show me that team that have 10 players pressing all the time. Show me Liverpool. All players pressing? No, not all. That? 
Not all. I said Good 10. Ten, ten. 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 Center halves don't press. How can the center half press? The, but the center half squeeze up the pitch, so the pitch is smaller. Do we squeeze up the pitch? So why no. do you want us to press? You want us to press when we don't squeeze up the pitch. So they yeah, just drop then, the ball. So, they just drop the ball. Then it becomes the whole team effort. Behind that. Sir? So you want us to press without pushing up. So they just drop. I, I don't get it. They're just going to run at Maguire and Co. Yeah. You can't. They can't. Is not Maguire fast enough to play Ireland? You said? Is Maguire fast enough to play Highland? He's not fast enough. So, so then why don't you play Maguire and, and somebody like Bailey? Why don't you play Varane and Lindelof? Uh, no, because I was thinking about Varane is injured. Yeah, yeah, he's injured, yeah. But even if he's back, play Varane and... See, the problem is this eight that we paid for this fridge. You feel me? <laughs> so, so when you put him on the bench... So when you put him on the bench... You've got to explain to the accountants upstairs that, hey, dude, the dude you paid 80 million for is not good enough. And I'm painting him for Lindelof? Seriously? How do you do that? So that's where the problem is when you go to the market and you pay for players. That, that's heard, it. The results. I, I heard um, I heard a comment. I heard, a, I heard an American dictator actually say something. Yes, in line with this kind of thing that Mayo had. Especially, let me just stick with the Maguire situation. You know, I'll stick with Arsenal signing up situation. Is that it, it seemed that he was talking about the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys. That Cowboys, you know, is that Dallas Cowboys spend great money on good players. And once you start paying great money for good players, you know, so I think man you have gone around a couple of a couple of players paying great money, not even understanding how to fit these players in systems. You know, you signed your signing names, yes. A lot of them are still great players. Maguire is not a great player. So let's just get that out. You know, but you're signing names without a plan. You're spending money without a plan. Because he's no, no, because he's English, no, or because he's that no. Why are you signing this player? What do you want? What are the number of positions you want to play this player? What style of football do you want to? First of all, let's let's get it clear. I am not a fan of you know having a philosophy. I'm not a fan of that. I'm a fan of a coach who won't always have the time to always have a philosophy because with a philosophy you're going to have to coach them into a style of playing 9% of managers don't have that time and they don't have the clout or 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 club who can who can be given that amount of time because they you know been there done that so that's why you have a technical director or director of football or something yes only and of course, the right kind of manager. So only does not have that time, or did not have that time. Maybe he did to come up with a style. All he needed to do is find ways, week by week, solutions of winning games. Week by week solutions, not about style, not about a pattern, not about like the British press would say, fuck, 
trying to see what he's trying to do or let's see what he's trying to do no he needs to find a weekly solution to you know problems and that is where someone like zidane outclasses a lot of managers because when uh, when they won the champion in a row his defense was not so solid but he had ronaldo and benzema who scored one million goals for him and he ran with that so they outscored you last season two seasons ago when he didn't have such he defended like crazy you know that before and after you know the end of that season he considered he lost only one game with people playing on films with that midfield playing on films with with that but he was able to find ways solutions week in week out to win those games and i think that that was to work you know right from time finding the weekly solution to the problems not just thinking you have some uh fanciful you know style of play you know technical playing whatever 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 look at what this game demanded a three at the back not demanded but this game demanded a three at the back and he didn't demand to have that have 100 uh, attacking players on the pitch you needed only three attacking players on the pitch if you wanted to because this team can play very good counter-attacking football you have just three attacking players on the you know the remaining players are working whether you're saying counter-pressing or playing deep or whatever working for those three players they are working tirelessly for those three players that way you can carry two of them as passengers and still have a very good game i'm not saying you might i'm not saying you beat liverpool because you can but i'm saying that it would have been a better result now maguire finally to me or to my own thinking maguire is a big issue in that sense there is no i can't beat around the bush about it you know he makes so many mistakes he's not athletic he really he's not good he doesn't he doesn't read danger he doesn't know there's no choose bar about him defensively he doesn't know how to defend he doesn't read Euros. If you see how Bonucci and Chiellini were reading, they were reading what you would do a step or two ahead before you do it, because they know how to defend. But he doesn't, and of course, he's so slow and sluggish. And at this level, as you know, if if you're a little bit the rest of the team, he shows as becomes so obvious. Yeah, it's not, even, it's not even at, like, at, at most levels, man, to be honest. Like, if even amateur like, football, like, you play against some Belgian teams that are, like, so much, fa- a little bit faster than you, and they just run through you. Like, it shows. Like, athleticism in football is, like, is, is king, you know? Yeah, so, it's, you know, it just happens. And before you know it's your, he just looks worse than he is. I'm, I'm not saying he's a bad player, no. 85 million off of definitely not that with the quality of what he had he should be even playing that libero role he should be the one that you know is distributing last line and by that time Ram, sorry Baran and Bay and uh, Lindelof have run around 
that way you're shielding him because he needs protection Maguire needs protection on the pitch the seas with Maguire unfortunately for that amount you're not supposed to have just many but you so you cover his nakedness and that is a man you from his nakedness and that's a problem so I think yeah, Maguire but this is where only is not being tactically adept and this is where I also blame the guys upstairs buy players you need I always say something you on emotions Ronaldo is going to score goal going to score big but they did not need they didn't want Ronaldo to go to did they need a, did they need a Sandro apparently no apparently no you know because he's on the bench and I don't get it I got obsession with Greenwood playing for the wings the guy is not a winger he doesn't pass he doesn't cross he doesn't he doesn't help his his, his right back he just ah, come on Greenwood is a nine just leave him there seriously he's not he's not a winger he's never going to be a winger he's never going to be an inside forward because he doesn't have what it takes that that self selflessness doesn't have he's a very selfish player which is what a striker is. a striker is meant to be selfish you get me you get your opening you shoot but a winger is not meant to be selfish or an inside forward is not meant to be selfish Salah is not selfish Mane is not selfish but Greenwood is very selfish he doesn't release the ball on time he doesn't cross on time he doesn't track back you see people keep saying Ronaldo I don't get it. there was a ball Rashford passed back to Salah from the left, he passed it back to Salah. That we, you know what? This game before before I mention Ronaldo, I'll, I'll mention like six players that were worse than Ronaldo today. Seriously, but the main the main culprit was Olegan Asosha. Then Maguire, then Pogba, then Greenwood, Fred and McTominay. Oh, Jesus Christ, where do I start from? Anderson is. Anderson is almost 40. How old is Anderson? And he bossed them all day. And I don't get it. And then Pogba came on and... Well, first of all, gave the ball away that got the red yeah. <laughs> What was that apple? I don't get it. It's not like, it's not like Keita was about to shoot to score or something. Keita was in his own box. Was at the edge of his own box. So why did Pogba have to do that? I'm sure he broke, I'm sure he broke that guy's ankle. He had no reason to do that. No reason. As what a whole of shape performance, man. As a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so, it was like um, 15 minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was on for it for her. You know, it reminded me when Gerard came in one game a couple yeah. of seasons ago. Against yeah, against Mayu. Against Mayu, yeah. And he just, you know, it was just a rush of blood to the head. So let's move to the classical. Uh... Oh Jesus! How, how, there's a player I want to talk about for the match in this game, David Alaba. He's a very, and I think you guys attest to that kind of discussion. It's but not that written. It's just people, people don't care about Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah. It's not the written. But he's a player that has played different positions at a world-class level. That's the problem. 
I was yeah. always like beginning of this season. I was always wondering why is he playing? Why is Ancelotti playing Alaba as a centre half and Nacho as a left left back? Until he played <laughs> Alaba as a left back and I, the game they lost and that team was all over the place. He plays almost like Thiago Silva right now. The way Chelsea, if you see how Chelsea, it doesn't look like he's sweating. He coordinates. He's calm. He's a, he's a mid. He's a midfield general at the back. Thiago Silva plays almost. You know, everybody calm down. We got this. That's yeah, but as mentioned, like I think I, I wasn't surprised about that because just because of for the simple fact that that's exactly what it does for Austria as well. You see, like from okay. from that. I mean, be, be, I mean, of course, like he's the he's Austria's best player. But like he's not a position that he hasn't played. I mean, all his international games, that's where he's playing. He's the centre back slash deep line midfielder for them. So it was, you know, it is it, something that would have been easy for him to do as he has come into uh, Madrid now. So that that was my thinking behind it. Like, oh, he's done it before, so it is is easy, you know. You get. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I get you. I get have you seen him play that for Austria before? Yeah, I've seen it. I'm, not, I'm I'm just saying that, you know, Austria is one thing. To play Austria is one thing. We're talking about Real Madrid here, you know. To play it, like, literally replace Sergio Ramos, it's, 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 it was, it, it's very interesting. Vinicius was okay, you know. In the first half, I think he was the best player on the... But this guy, I think his changes helped in second half. For once, we should give Coman credit. Although they, you know, him bringing in and changing to a four-two-three-one helped. Or although he lost the plot for the many, many changes late in the game, Aguero yeah. coming into the team he helped. Eric, yeah. Eric Garcia needs needs to needs, needs to sit Please. on the Finally, the light. You have seen the light. What took you so long? <laughs> What's going yeah. on? <laughs> no, this, this, this game was the final straw, really. It needs to rest. What took you so long? That guy and Maguire in the same WhatsApp group. I'm telling you. I, I Maguire, Maguire. I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I swear if that guy was not, if that guy was not Catalan, and you know the whole he's a backup, former backup player and stuff. He will not, he won't have been in backup one, and he won't be started. He's not good enough as of now. He's not good enough to be a backup player. Yeah. But I you mean, <laughs> I've said it. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Had, I agree. Had, yeah. He has he has regressed, so I think he needs he needs a break. He played too many games anyway. He played the Euros, though he didn't play much during the season with Man City. But he was at the Euros, he was at the Olympics. Did you, say, did you say he has regressed? He has regressed. <laughs> Bro, that guy was a cutter. That guy would be Alaves or something or or Sazuda. <laughs> I don't know. Like that guy is not good. I've, I've said it. Like. There's only I don't well I know the reason but I'll not say it like this guy is passing ahead of of somebody like like Tudibo is it, crazy to me it's actually crazy like this guy is not good he's he's not he's not fast he's not strong he's not tall like 
I don't. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. It doesn't but, pass. It doesn't even pass. Like okay, pass out of the back or anything. It I don't. I don't know. Like, quality, like, quality. Like, even imagine. No, no. Like, no, no. The thing is, we cannot. We cannot overlook the the, the fact that he's under a lot of pressure. We can't overlook the fact that right now Barcelona as a whole are in turmoil because you can't you can't look a lot of players in Barcelona are not playing to the levels they they we expect. You, you feel me? It's not just him. It's, it's a lot of players. PK is not impressing anybody either. PK uh, is, is ninety five. PK has played at the top level for two hundred years. So I get that. Flack. Yeah, see, I, I get. Look, I, I get that. Um, yeah. that, that PK has a lot of goodwill because of what he has done in the past. I get all yes. that, but, but at the same time, you need to realize that this guy is still very young, and at the moment, Barcelona are not are not in the right place. So it's not so strange that a young player is struggling. And I get you; he's not informed. That's why I said he's not informed. He should be benched. I'm not trying to say. They should allow him to play out of it. But right now, with where Barcelona are, any player playing is going to be under pressure. So it's obvious this guy can't handle the pressure, right? So just bench him and play, you know, more experienced players right now, so that you know we can get out of the funk we're in. And then moving forward, when there's less pressure, perhaps it could it could it could perform, you know. Take him out of the firing squad because this is this is. It can mar him, and if confidence goes, he might never come back. Maybe there was something there when he was ten or twelve or fifteen or something, you know, in the you know in the youth team. Maybe there was something there. No, there was there was something there this time last season because because Pep was hell bent on getting him to resign the contract, and if you check all his under twenty three stats, because you know we have an under twenty three league too. You get if you check all the stats, he was top notch. He was like the best defender under the under twenty three level in England. So it's not like the, the the talent isn't there. People saw the talent, but of course when he didn't when he didn't sign that contract at City, Pep started benching him. So he was still at under twenty three level, coming back, coming in, being on the bench and all that. So he he saw of him play lots of games, but at the Euros it was okay. Well, at the Olympics, it was it was fine. I mean, they made it to the finals. So, all this started with the pressure at Barcelona, really. So, I, I mean, the talent is there. there. There's a talented player in there. He just needs to be in a better place. I mean, we don't even know what he's going through in his personal life. It could, it could be that, really. But that, that is, like, football is not an emotional sport, like I said. So, he needs to be on the bench. So, that's just it. But don't, but don't let that like don't let act like he's not a talented player. He's a talented player. Yeah. He's been given he's been given more opportunities because he's Catalan. I'm not. That happens, bro. That happens everywhere. That happens everywhere. It happens everywhere. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm really disappointed, man. Yeah. Talented really players of England are going to get opportunities, more opportunities in England. If they're if they're the top club, they're going to get opportunities to to play out of their funk. Just it's how football is, really. And you know in Barcelona, there's too much passion. You know, with our boys, the Catalan, you, you, it's there. You know, so it's... 
Don't be on this case. It's not the reason Barcelona are where they are. Seriously, it's not. No, definitely. But it's part of the reason why they're there. They're there. It's it, not the it's like not, honestly, he's like number 10 or something. He's very low on the totem pole. Seriously, really low. Even the, sec- <laughs> even the second goal. Even the second goal. How would that young man that has that Vasquez had been as a right back all through? He didn't just run ahead. No, he didn't run ahead. He timed it better than you. That you couldn't clear that ball for that goal. To be fair to him, to be fair to him, it was a counter-attack. And 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 uh Macandre Ter Stegen made a save and the ball just it was a, it was an instinctive save. So it's not like he knew where the ball was going when when the shots. You get you feel me? It was it's just attack. Uh, this guy tried to score. He hit the keeper and he fell. Fell to Lucas Vasquez. So it, it's a, you know it's more of instincts really, you know. Yeah, it's not like it's not like Lucas, Lucas Vasquez caught him in in and out and then scored or something. You get? Me? I'm not saying I'm not saying there's you can't fault him, but I can get there's some there's some goals that when you concede you don't stay because of this player. Those are that's an example of that kind of goal. Yeah. He could have been he could have done better to help his goalkeeper. For that one, he could have done better to help his goalkeeper. And he didn't. And he hasn't done anything to warrant except that he is Catalan. And I insist. He, and and him being Catalan in this conversation, whether white or black, is so even if his name was Ansufati and Catalan like Ansufati is. He would keep starting until I beg your time is up, and that's what happens. He's, he's not gonna be, he's not gonna keep starting. There are lots of Catalans on the bench, so I get your point. We can't spend 15 minutes talking about it, Garcia. Seriously, let's move on. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. Um, uh, thank you for the football we've talked about. In one in the next episode, we're going to talk about Newcastle, we're going to probably dissect it a bit better. But today was just weekend. So um um thank you very much and um we'll move MBA. Um AY, what's up? Yeah. Um we have we have someone with us for the MBA discussions today. Olisa, hi. How you guys doing? Yeah, welcome on board. This is between the lines with, with Ibukun. Um I'm here with AY, I'm here with Olisa. So we're going to be talking about the MBA. Um, Ay, the NBA season yeah. has started. Yeah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> so run through this year. So run through some of the matches. Oh, um, well, we've had some some really interesting matches, like uh, Lakers, Lakers and the Warriors, Lakers and the Suns, um, the Nets and Bucks. Uh, Nets and uh, Philly, Miami, uh, uh, Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, Bucks and Miami, uh, Clippers and Warriors. I think right now they, 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 uh, the Nets are playing uh, on it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, 39 39 right now, pretty early, so we can't we can't read much to that for now. I well, enjoyed it, been so nice, yeah. Well, Lisa, you were saying something. Yeah. 
And I was saying, I enjoyed some of the Pacers games too, even though I guess no one watches the Pacers, but I enjoyed them. Uh, like which one? Um, I think they played the Hornets. They blew like a 20-point lead in that game. But I guess, you know, like Chris uh, Duarte was really good in that game. So, yeah. Uh, you said the Pacers are the Hornets? Pacers, yeah, I think Pacers, Hornets. Yeah, they played... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Hornets won, won by points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the highlights. I saw the highlights of that one. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch that, but I saw the highlights. Yeah, it's yeah. not really. It's not a game I would call my way to watch, really. So, I, feel that. I mean, we're not expecting right. that. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Let me let, let let me let me just talk about let's 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 talk about the games. First of all, how does somebody score twenty five points in a, in a, in a quarter? It's it. It does happen, but it rarely happens. It's nine, nine of nine, you know, field goals, and he was absolutely stunning. Eight of thirty, eight of thirteen from three-point line. Steph is special. And then something I've noticed: he, he seems bigger. His upper body seems to more weight. Uh, well, I mean, I. Well, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. About um, Curry, Steph, right? Uh, well, man, two games, but the two games have been. I, I think, I think the first game he had a triple double, right? But if if you look at the shooting in the first game, it wasn't that impressive. It was, I mean, he, he shot five out of twenty-one, even though he got twenty-one points, but he shot five out of twenty-one, but. I mean, that was the first game of the season, so perhaps a little rustiness. But it really exploded against the Clippers. I don't, I don't know. Steph has something against the Clippers, doesn't he? <laughs> He's been doing that for years. He's got, he got 45 points, including 25 in the first quarter, like you, like you rightly said. So he was, he was shooting better. In, he shot better, rather, in the second game. I think he shot about 63, 64%. And his average, career average is 48%. So he went way above average in that game. The first game, he wasn't shooting that way. He was shooting around 25%, 26%. Uh, so it wasn't so impressive. But it was against the against the Lakers. Uh, it was the first game. So, I don't know, you won't really judge a player from the first game. A little rustiness and all that, and then about if he's bigger, I'm not. I'm not sure. I've not looked at him that that well. He, uh, is, he, he looks okay. bigger. He looks bigger. And now I could see him fight for rebounds and getting them that he was. He won't even have gotten last season. Of course, as you get older, you get you put on more weight. But it looks like he actually went to the gym this off season to really. You know, bulk mm. up in certain areas, you know, mm-hmm. from his yeah. up, you know, to help him to to make. I'm sure it's to fight through contact, finishing around the rim, of course, getting yeah. rebounds. And I think one of the reasons why probably they want everybody to chip him with more rebounds, Draymond Green. Draymond Green is not as athletic as he was before, so I think everybody is trying to carry his his. No, if, if, if you play, if you play small. Then it's inevitable that you know the rebound is going to be shared sort of because you don't have a natural center. So I'm assuming if they play small, then definitely Steph will get more rebounds. I think that's a 
logical. But uh, I don't think moving forward, playoff games and all that, I don't think you really want Steph to be getting rebound starts up. You want him to be shooting. So, right. uh, but I get you. I mean, I get what you, I get what you're saying. Olisa, what are your thoughts concerning Steph Curry? I think there's, I mean, one thing about him being bigger, I haven't necessarily like watched, watched his games too closely, but I do think you know with the um. With the recent with the recent rule changes regarding like some of the fouls that won't be called this season, Steph, Steph was one person that took took liberty with some of those fouls. I'll say, but maybe that's like the way interacting. Of his career, he's never been a high. Never been gets an just because that's not his kind of game. So, I guess that's something to you know maybe protect him. Besides that, the Warriors do have like a different feel this season. In that last season, it kind of like I remember looking at lineup stats, and I think any almost you have Raymond Curry. I remember who the third person was. I think it was Looney. Almost all of them are negative. So there's a lineup I looked up with um, Desmond Wiggins and Ubre minus about six net rating. So I do think there's about them I watched I watched the Elite's first game there's a very like the ball movement is something that last season much of the first part of last season just wasn't there so I do think I do feel like there's something there's something going on here I you know contrasting them with the Clippers I have no idea what's going on with the Clippers like that's that's somewhere where I just don't know well um, I, I I think with Kawhi been out till at least the all-star break i think they, they they're just going to win as many games as they can yeah i don't think that they have any targets of winning the league this season they're just hoping that they get Kawhi back healthy for the playoffs so i think that they are just going to win as many games as possible for the team so they're going to be up and downs of course this guy is a fabulous coach um tyloo tyloo yeah, so I think they're going to win as many games as they can. They're going to they're going to go on bad runs. They, they probably will play a game that they will lose by 40 and everybody will think the world is falling down. You know, I think last season there was a game they lost by 55 or something yeah, in that matter. Yeah. So there's going to they're going to be one or two of those funny games in this season. But I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. They'll make the playoffs and you know, struggle and wait for Kawhi because Kawhi is is fire in the playoffs. So that's that's my Why? thinking. Lakers. Yeah. Let's move to the Lakers. Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. <laughs> Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. You predicted it too. Some people are doing triple singles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look, I, I think I said it many times last year, um last month or two. This whole idea of Russell Westbrook forming a big three in, in, in LA is not going to work because there's a look, there's a big difference between when you have a big two and when you are the third person in a big three. I don't think people get it. It's easier when, okay, you're sharing the ball. Okay, for example, you're the, you're the, you're the alpha dog, right? You're with mm. the ball, say, 40% of the time. Mm. The second guy is with the ball, say, 20% of the time or 25 the third guy is getting like 10% so 
So that's yeah. not something easy for someone like Ross, whose who's ball usage is off the charts. You feel me? And people, yeah. when, I, when I say this, people say, oh, yeah, but, 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 but the Warriors are the big three ones. And at a point, even a big four. But that works because Clay is good on defense. Clay can shoot. You know, Clay is someone that can just stay at the corner. You give him the ball and he shoots. Ross is not like that. Ross can't shoot. He can't set screens. He can't cut and slash. He can't also, defend. Also, to so, contrast, also to contrast that with Clay, um, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry are like two of maybe hard at 99th percentile of players. And what the Westbrook might be just to just. Yeah, yeah. And then and then people talk about the big three, the big three. Do you remember Miami's big three? Chris Bosch yeah. at the point was was static. He yeah. was complaining. Kevin Love went from this excellent shooter at Minnesota to this guy that was just in the corner waiting for the ball and running around. It's not easy to be the third guy in a big three. It's not easy. Unless you're a very good shooter and you can defend, you're gonna suffer. You're gonna suffer because you're not gonna get the ball. The big three at, at Spurs work because Tim Duncan is actually good at defending. You get me? <laughs> that could work. And then you get the only way Ross is going to work is if he's if he, if he's on the second unit, if he's on the bench, mm. and then he comes with the second unit, or maybe when you're resting AD or you're resting LeBron. But if you want those three on the floor at the same time, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. But I don't know. Too early to say they're gonna put him on the bench. Which 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 brings me back to we talked about this body you trade. It's not it's not like body yield is that much better than Russell Westbrook. But if you had they they would have kept they would have kept KCP, they would probably have kept Shuda if they had body yield. But to trade all this just to get Ross, just because you want this guy used to be MVP and all that. Come on. Derrick Rose used to be MVP. Why don't you go for Derrick Rose? Because I don't see the point. I mean, but I mean, I'm, we're seeing it already anyway. They, they were frustrated against the Suns. They were fighting and all that. So. <laughs> One last thing on Ross. Even though I, I do feel like ESPN so it's, it's been fairly blamed on him the entire situation. I do think it's funny, just a couple games in, that he's he's I don't know what I don't know what the word for this. When a player brings the ball up, doesn't look at any of his teammates and then jacks up from like 15 feet. He's done that about 10 times already. And it's heavy. And it's still fun. Yeah, I understand. Uh, I'm just, yeah. we understand. But, but, but I think that has, that, that has more, more to do with chemistry issues, have you? Because, yeah, yeah. like I said, it's it's hard. players like Ross, it's hard for them to change. I mean, if you remember yeah. when Camelo, when, when Camelo started becoming the second, third best player on the team, he, he couldn't cope, he couldn't deal with it. At the point, he was out of the league. You get me? So it's not very easy when you're the alpha dog and all of a sudden you have to be the third guy. Yeah? The guy is not going to get the ball anymore. You have to be doing the dirty work. It's, it's not easy. So it's going to take a while for Ross to adjust. And Ross is very explosive. You get me? 
Okay. I don't know how, how explosive you can be on a team of 30-something-year-olds. You know? I don't know how explosive you can be. You want to run, you want to do everything. You want, I don't know how it's going to work. Really. There, there's a good player there somewhere because Ross can actually play, can be a good playmaker. So I'm not saying he's totally garbage, but he's not bringing anything new to the team. I think that's what, I think that's what we need to emphasize. He's not bringing anything new to the team. We don't I think need. I think we don't is. need. He's not. He's not really doing that. I'm, honestly, he's you know not. Why, you know why, 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 why do you think he is? Yeah. Why? You know why I think is what? What I think. The I think it was for Ross. For Ross entering into the Lakers was one thing: regular season game. They need Ross. So I think that what they are doing is. Well, we have these 95 year olds all over the place, especially our main man or our main man is, is playing his 19th season. Now, let him not play many games and many minutes over the course of the season. Wait, you think Ross knows this? You think Ross knows this? If, if you feel that, that that's the plan, you think Ross knows what you're saying, that that's the plan for him? Because he doesn't do anything in the playoffs. They are not expecting. Oh, so wait, wait, wait. You're not getting you're not getting my question. No, no, you're not getting my question. You think Ross actually believes he's gonna enter the playoffs on the Lakers as a bench player? You think he's signed to do that? Ross course, Westbrook. I'm sure, I'm sure they would have discussed all those things with him. And you think ah, come on man, come on. You think Ross Westbrook has been told <laughs> on the Lakers that hey dude, we're just using you for the you know the season games, the regular season games, when it comes to the postseason, we're going to keep you on the... You think Ross knows that? Well, Do you know how proud Ross is? That's where you meant to come in and help them. Can I Do you know how proud Ross is? Yeah, we, <laughs> we know he's a super... There's no doubt about talent. We know all those things. He's, he's a great player. He's in the top 75, so we know all those yeah. things. So. Yeah, yeah. But I think he needs to do that. And I think that that is, to me, that's going to be their mindset. If they're going to win it, Ross can give them five to ten games, you know, on of his own in, in the season, in the regular season, that will help them in their standing and prepare them for the playoffs. And I feel like Ron is playing some mi- meaningless minutes, you know, at, you know, game 62 nah. In 43 somewhere. That's not that. I can assure you that's not where they brought us. I'm, I'm telling I can assure you. They could have they could have brought in body youth for that, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa, yeah, you're about, you're about Lisa, to say something. And, and, um, yeah, I just think like looking at the Lakers schedule coming up, just I'm just going to list through like the next 10 games. Um, Memphis, San Antonio. Houston twice, OKC, Portland Hornets. I think that's a game where there are some games there where Voss might have 30, and now ESPN is running like the kind of thing. So, like, there's games yeah. here where OKC and San Antonio, there's games here where Voss is going to kill, it's going to kill teams. Lucky, or, you know, Milwaukee or like, I don't know, the Clippers or something where. There's a lot that Voss gives up offensively. Like he can't shoot. 
important type of thing. It's nothing like you don't, you can't respect his shot. Is or even like is um not even just bad defense. Times where he bro, like he can't even pump fake. He, he can't fake. even pump fake anymore. Nobody falls yeah, for his pump fake. Pump, pump fake. <laughs> if yeah, he wants to shoot, they just give go shoot, shoot, dude, shoot. They just shoot. Anytime he wants to shoot behind the arc, he just go oh, shoot, dude, shoot. They don't, they don't fall for it anymore. He's that poor. <laughs> I think that there's games here. There's games here like like Cleveland, OKC, um, the Magic, maybe even the Timberwolves, where like him and AD alone can destroy teams and they'll blow them up by like twenty. But those There's games don't those games don't matter. Uh, they don't matter, but Look, like see, let me tell you another game where why are we acting like why are we acting like we don't know how the playoffs work? I get we're acting like in the we're acting like in the playoffs you're gonna rest LeBron for twenty minutes. You're not gonna do that in the playoffs. Maybe in the first round, you're not gonna do that from the second round. You're not gonna rest LeBron for more than ten minutes in many games in the playoffs. You know that, right? You know yes, that. This is all regular. Like playoffs have a big issue. This is all regular for you. You said. Now I'm saying this I is all. Regular. I think. I'm saying this is this is. I'm saying right now it's regular season. Playoffs, I think there's a huge... Yeah, but, but you need you need to also understand that, look, this is a new team. There are lots of new players here. So you need to also yeah. get a rhythm that you have to... That you need to have a rhythm. I mean, you're coming into the postseason with a strategy. Mm. Where are you going to work on that strategy if you are basically having fun in the regular season? Where are you going... When are you going to run... When are you going to work on a strategy? Because half of that team is new. There are like 10 yeah. new players on that roster. I hope you know that. So if you keep saying, oh, yeah, it's just the, it's just the regular season. Oh, let Ross play. Let, by doing that, you're making it harder for you in the playoffs because you're not going to get any real yeah. rhythm. Right now, you don't know your, you don't really know your starting five. You should know your starting five before the playoffs. And I your starting think... five should be playing, and they should be playing regularly before the playoffs. I, I don't think I don't think they know that. Like I don't think they know their rotation, regardless of even the starting five. I don't think they know exactly. So yeah. So this is why. So this is why. So this idea that during the regular season they're just gonna act anyhow. They're just gonna let Ross enjoy himself. It's gonna come back to hit them in the, in the postseason. I hope you know that it will, because basketball is not a game. It's not a game you just switch on and off. I know it will. I'm just. I'm just I, saying. Like, I think. I think they can work it out. Oh, not work it out. I think they can get. It would look okay. Bro, it's an issue. Bro, I'm gonna look. They're gonna trade the guy. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, they're gonna yeah, trade I, him. I think Bill Simmons said this. <laughs> I think Bill Simmons compared this team to like the 2018 Cavs, where like there was Wade, there was Devros, every team at the trade deadline. So. That could actually yeah, happen. it's gonna happen because another problem is we we're not even factoring in Camelo. Camelo is another ego there that needs to be fed one way or the other. I mean, I think in the first in the first game, Camelo had just nine points. He wasn't looking too happy and all that. And that's another precedent that is gonna start nagging soon because it's right now, you don't have, yeah, <laughs> right now you don't have you don't have Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn is not fit. Um, yeah. 
Uh, is it? Uh, what's the name of this dude? Uh, God, I can't remember. His name. Is it Kendrick? No, no, Malik Monk. Malik no, Monk no, Monk is fine. Monk. Monk is fine. Monk is fine. He's, a, he's an older guy. I can't remember his name. He's an older guy. He's also not fit. So there are lots of there are a couple of players that are still coming back to get some minutes. And right now, Camelo is already grumbling. Like, dude, I'm not getting enough minutes. I'm not getting my shots. I'm not. Yeah. They're gonna have a lot of problems, right? But you know, I, I just, Camelo is comfortable coming off the bench. Yeah. You know that, right? And it's LeBron that is, we are talking about here. It's LeBron. So, however Shakarai wants to do, Uncle is talking. The boss is talking. I'm serious. Wait, that didn't work with Dwayne Wade uh, at, 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 at Cleveland. You know that, right? This old yeah. LeBron thing. Uh-huh. These guys are... These guys, yes. These, these guys... Had, had won three... Two or three chips already. I get you. I get you. These guys, these guys respect LeBron. Don't get me wrong. They respect his game, but they are not gonna like, you know, defer to him all the time. You get what I'm saying? And LeBron himself is a winner. LeBron wants six rings if possible. If he feels Camelo is not doing what he needs to do to help the team, he's gonna trade him. <laughs> you get me? You mean LeBron is not going to he's not gonna put his friendship on the line because he's not gonna put his rings on the line because he's trying to be a buddy to to Carmelo. Just, yeah, just yeah. effectively a Carmelo to like New York would be that would be an insane trade. Like, I'd, I'd be ready for that. Yeah, that would be Ah well 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 Thibodeau well. I mean, most. No, no, no. No defense. No. It's not like that. It's something good in like. I mean, why not? I get that, but but Thibodeau. That move sounds more romantic than realistic. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> At this stage of his life, he's not looking for romance. He's looking for. for I, I think. I think. I, I think. I think a return to Denver might work better than a return to New York. I don't like that. One. I like that. I see you know how that can he, work. You know the yeah. team he should move to if he's going to move. Celtic. Who? Carmelo. Nah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's let let's move to the seventy-five um, uh, man team of this. Uh, you know, congratulations for, for NBA turning seventy-five. It's a huge celebration. Every other day, we can see that you know the celebrations on Instagram and all the nice videos and how basketball helped so many communities and stuff. But everybody is talking about Dwight Howard not making the seventy-five man list. You know, everybody's ups- upset with that conversation. I don't know why people are upset. Ooh, I understand what? that he's a Hall of Famer, but I don't know why people are upset. <laughs> are you are you for real? <laughs> you don't know why people are upset? Yeah, Orlando days, right? I, have I mean, a... wait, 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 wait. This guy, this guy is, is an eight-time All-Star. All right. <laughs> you know that, right? I know. I know yeah, I know. three-time yeah. NBA. Three-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year, five-time All NBA All All Defensive Team. I mean, rebound, whatever for like 
a rebound leader for about four or five years. Are you kidding me? It should be there, man. It should be there, man. Look, look, Dwight Howard at Orlando was a beast on defense. Seriously. On defense. Seriously. Ah, no, 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 no. The guy should be there. Should be there. Yeah? Your thoughts? Your thoughts about Dwight Howard? Think I don't think it's weird that he didn't make the list. Okay. Are they thoughts at the list too? The all in all is that I just think I think this is because people don't really like Dwight. At the end of the day, I just think. Yeah. Ask Orlando fans; they have a very, very clouded memory of him. They have a very, very weird relationship with what he was to that franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because of the way he left and everything. And even when he was there, you know, it wasn't... There wasn't a romantic... It was fun having Dwight Howard as your franchise player. It wasn't like Yao Ming. Like, that was very unfun. But it was never fun in the way I would say. That kind of way to look at it. And plus, not even just, not even just Orlando. Which other team did he play for? Would you say that actually likes him? I guess the Lakers kind of like him now. Who else like? Uh, yeah, well, I, I get I get your point. But the first time the Lakers didn't like him because of the role oh. he played. That was yeah. not exactly his fault. Yeah. yeah. But I I get he's not a very likable person. He's no, not very likable. I get it. There's a nuance too. Unfortunately, there have been too many nuances to all his stories. But in the Lakers, he was practically injured throughout playing his time in his first time around with the Lakers and of course Kobe was the media darling so it's yeah. you know Korea it's just like the no, Kwame I, Brown situation no I think you know. I think I think I think Kobe 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 really threw him under the bus because oh, then the Lakers were struggling a bit because he came back from injury he came back too soon and then he wasn't really performing and then Kobe sort of threw him under the bus, you know, like he wasn't, he kept saying he wasn't playing hard enough, it was too soft and stuff like that. Okay. So Kobe, you know, Kobe is a great guy, but you know, sometimes he goes too far, you know. So Dwight Howard was just an example of that kind of situation where he went too far. And then, of course, when the guy hit free agency, everyone thought he was going to resign with the Lakers. He chose to go to Houston instead. So I think that's why people people from the Lakers organization probably don't like him. Lakers fans, they don't really like him. Yeah. And then at Houston, we struggled with um, Arden. They were meant to have this pick and roll dynamic working there. That also didn't work out. So I can get why people don't like him, but that doesn't... I mean, this is not this is not a pageant. You get what I'm saying? This is about... <laughs> yeah. the what's the what's the so you What's his name again? Yeah. Um, oh, he played for you. Yeah. No, what's his name is on that list. Carl is on that list. So I guess, you know, likability doesn't have to exactly. be... Exactly. Exactly. You don't have to be likable. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, there, there's no excuse for not having him there. Seriously. And then you have um, the guy at Portland. Damn Lillard. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, that was that. Yeah. For I, what, really? Why did they move that there? I thought so, that was odd. I thought that was odd. The player I of Clay? Six times odd. that was odd. NBA. Three, three gentlemen sweeps. I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, and to me, there's more of a myth for we'll round up with this Damian Lillard conversation. There's more of a myth about Damian Lillard than I think he's more. I think there's more of a, I would like to say back, more of a back than bite with Damian Lillard. I, yeah. I can't, I can't, Damian Lillard cannot be your best player if you want to win a championship. Damian Lillard is not an MVP player, caliber. Uh, Very good player. He's up there, but he's just a tier below MVP like. Yeah, he's not, he's not, he's not, yeah, I, I, I agree with the MVP. I agree. Yeah. I agree with the MVP. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think I don't, he can be the best player on your team and you win if he has better teammates. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, if he has better teammates. For example, if 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 just for example, if you have Lillard and you and you swap, um, okay, uh, McCollum, right? And you swap McCollum for let's say uh, this guy from uh, Simmons. Let's say you swap McCollum for Simmons. Lillard is better than Simmons. You get you yeah. get me. And then yeah. somehow you sign. Yeah. And then you somehow you. What? You you need to look for another wing player for him. Yeah yeah. I'm, I'm already thinking about another wing that you could bring in. <laughs> so what the point I'm trying the point I'm trying to make is you can build a team around him and Lillard and win a league. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be difficult. We have seen. I've seen series, weaker but... teams. What? He needs to win a couple of playoff series. But that's not his fault. That's not his fault. The team is not good no. enough. It's not about no. Damian Lillard. No. I've seen games no. where Damian Lillard was really, really explosive, and they could, and they ended up losing because no kick was injured or McCollum could not make a shot or something like that. It's not. It's not Lillard's fault, really. He's been trying to leave the franchise anyway, but. I guess it's a bit difficult now with his with his new contract. All right, Olisa, your final word on Dame. I agree on like Dame being unfairly chastised about the playoff series. I guess he he should win more, but at the same time, the the rosters built around him just haven't been defensively. They've been atrocious. Like one of like yeah. some of the worst in the NBA when you're talking. Defensive built around CJ McCollum, built around what's his name? He's on the Celtics again. Um, and his counter built around no yeah, his counter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? Um, what's him in last year, Robert Covington. I don't want to talk about Robert Covington yeah. being you know this great three and D guy. Well, if he's a great, this is why teams keep on giving him up, you know. So, I don't know. All right. I think I think that I think that makes a whole lot of sense, man. Um, Ay, Olisa, yeah. Thank you, Olisa. Nice new addition to to the family. Um, we'll keep chatting and we would have many more episodes together. Um, Ay, thank you. Celtics, don't feel too bad. Um, Olisa, what team do you support? In NBA? Uh, I'm a Suns fan. Oh, Suns. What? Oh. Yeah. what? Yeah. I'm a Suns fan. What? Yeah. <laughs> I saw of the grid, but well, yeah, we wish. We wish. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I used to I used to really like the Suns too. In the days of um, Nash, um, yeah. uh, Stoudemire, 
Marion. I used to like them back then. Yeah. All right. Oh, well. Um, well done, guys. Thank you for today's recording. Don't forget to check us on all major podcast platforms between the lines. Um, I'm your host, Ibuko. Till we see next time. God bless you guys. Real good. Yeah, bye guys. Yeah. Bye. Yeah.